the the brief that I created this off of, of was for a sports brief. But like I said, like once a network ingests that joint, it, it can end up anywhere like uh, like an award show. So uh, that's that's the power of music licensing. You can you sit down, create for one reason and it can end up somewhere totally different than what you originally created it for yo what's good this is clint your host on the music is my business podcast the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career if you want your questions answered live join me on youtube at clint music on wednesdays at 12 p.m eastern time and let's chop it up now let's dig into this week's episode it's just a solid ending to uh, to the track that allows them to transition from from scene to scene um, and all that stuff. So yeah, sorry about that. Ecam Ecam didn't like the fact that I opened up Logic just now. <clears throat> so yeah, that's a that's a sting ending. Horace, what's good? Sub Clint just made contact with a major music soup who need music ASAP. ASAP, I said ASAP. ASAP, but could not review my music links unless through a major publisher. How do I approach my music library with this situation? So you made contact with a music soup who needs music ASAP, but could not review your music links unless through a major publisher like a like a like sony like bmg like major publisher like that that's that's different honestly usually it's like the exact opposite like if you need music asap going through a major publisher is the last thing they want to do because they take forever to get back with you and they want to charge you a boatload of licensing fee because they're a major and they're like they don't want to negotiate um i don't know like if the tracks are with your music library i would talk to your music library and tell them about the situation but that's uh that's weird though like i don't understand why they won't review your music unless it's through a major publisher like i don't i don't know any I don't know any licensing super like any music supervisor who like even want to deal with anybody who has like a major publisher like any any major publisher involved on a record for sync for TV and film for the sake of getting that joint cleared at a decent price and quickly I don't know any that that wants to to have that that situation that's weird Yeah man Ecam is where it's at Ecam fam. That's dope. Three thirty instrumental with spoken word. Nice. Yeah, man. That's that's dope stuff. Capers is prepping for Friday. That's what's up. Friday we got the uh the live music reviews. Um it's gonna be crazy, man. Like if you're, if y'all not or if you guys are not on my email list um, to get the instructions on how to submit for that, you definitely um, want to get on want to get on that email list. Um, in order to do that, just download the free step guide, the free six step guide. That'll get you on my email list. 
tomorrow I'll send you the instructions on how to submit for the live music review Friday. And then Friday we're going to go in order of submission um, and just go through and just see if the music is ready for TV and film. The past couple weeks, people have been coming with the heat. They've been coming with some fire. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to see what's up. Um, all right, let's see. What other questions do we have? Howard from Memphis. Welcome, Howard. Spence. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the good... See, man, Ecamm is late because they, they stopped. So now I'm just now getting through all the comments with everybody saying congrats to Tiny. It's all good, though. So, so Tiny said he had uh, they or they he or she. I don't know. Are you a, he, a, a she he? I don't, I don't know because it's just Tiny. It could be anybody. I don't know. Anyways, thank you guys. I had to submit stems in the beginning. So I'm sure it depends, but good to pass on. Indeed. That's usually how it goes. We create music. What's good? Says hello everyone. What's good, bro? Majestic drops tomorrow at 7 p.m. Yo, that's dope. We create music TV just uh he just did a, a review on uh one of my latest sound packs. Uh, majestic with the the chords and progressions and things like that uh, so make sure you guys subscribe to his channel so you can see uh, the review on that see if they're good or not I don't know we gonna we gonna see what he thinks uh, immaculate beats do you think it's just best to keep creating new content instead of shopping non-exclusive beats to other non-exclusive libraries what's your take on that amazing question yes i think it's best to keep creating new content um honestly i haven't there's like a maybe a few but a lot of libraries i've been seeing now like a lot of them are going exclusive um meaning you create two tracks you send these two tracks to the library that library is going to um is going to you know, publish those two tracks exclusively for you. Um, that's just what I, that's, that's usually pretty standard these days. Um, there are still some non-exclusive libraries out there, but I feel like it's just, it's becoming less and less. Um, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen more success with the, with the, with the exclusive, exclusive ones in regards to like instrumental music. Now, a lot of times, like for full songs or artists and things like that, I think I think there are more opportunities non-exclusively um, because you know it's like the artist song and, and master and things like that. So a lot of those deals are sometimes um, non-exclusive, where you know you can you can put them in different situations um, and try and maximize exposure that way. But for the most part, for for instrumental cues and libraries and things like that. Um, I think, you know, just const constantly create new stuff. Um, you can't can't go wrong. Dean Reynolds says, do you have loop back? No, I don't, man. It sounds like something that I need is, you know, to get the uh, to get the uh, the audio from Logic Pro 
to come through the stream so you guys hear it how I hear it. I have system like system audio will come through. So if I play from like, you know, a website or something like that or my computer, that's going to come through clean. Um, I haven't experimented with getting Logic Pro to come through clean uh, with the, the audio settings in there. So um, that's something I'll have to play around with. And then maybe I'll hop on and like produce a beat live on YouTube or something. That would be dope. Let me know if you guys want to see something like that. Oh, we create music says nope. You just need to you just need to create an aggregate device. Okay, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to hit you up about that. I think I, I think I've done it before a long time ago, but um, and then and then in Logic selected Azure Audio Interface. Okay, so then that allows that allows me to hear it on my end and you guys to hear it on your end as well is that what the the aggregate device allows us to do fire dope yeah we're gonna make that happen Do you have music examples that was placed for sports? Um, yeah, man, I got a bunch of like uh, CBS Sports stuff. What's the um? Shoot, let me see. I gotta find the. I gotta find the titles and stuff. Let's see. Ecamm, Ecamm might kick me off again. I start open up, opening up apps. I'm sure I got, let me see. I'm sure I got something in here. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one, I'm pretty sure this one got placed. this one a few times on like uh cbs sports march madness all of that stuff This one.
Yep. And the the crazy thing about this one, um, this it was used on with sports, but then it also crossed over and was used on um, one of the award shows. It was either the People's Choice Awards or um, or NAACP Image Awards. But yeah, so like the the brief that I created this off of, of was for a sports brief, but. Like I said, like once a network ingests that joint, it it can end up anywhere, like uh, like an award show. So uh, that's that's the power of music licensing. You can you sit down, create for one reason, and it can end up somewhere totally different than what you originally created it for. So yeah, uh, super dope. What's up, Money Up Records? Chilling, listening to music, talking about music, all of that dope stuff. Appreciate that, Immaculate. Um, yeah, we definitely need you to create that tutorial. That'll be a dope video. Now that now that eCam is working properly and al and allowing us to to record what we need to record. Um, that'll be super dope. Uh, Jola says, so you mix and master these yourself? Yes, absolutely. I mix and master everything I do. Um, it just allows me to work faster, allows me to to turn around music faster because everything is in one session, like right here on my computer. So if they need to edit, uh, which happens a lot, if they want me to change the sound, I can swap it out, bounce them out a new version and send it out immediately versus having to go into my session, change the sound, then send it to the mix and master engineer, have them do their thing, send it back to me. Then I got to send it back to the company. By the time all of that happens, man, I've been a missed out on the opportunity. Um, so, yes, I definitely mix and master myself. And I recommend, you know, if, if you if you have the patience to learn and, and really dig into it, if, if that's something you want to do, I definitely recommend learning how to mix and master yourself as well. Uh, shout out to this gnat that's like flying around. I don't know, it's, I think it's gnat season. Um, so yeah. Devrick says, is your composing process mostly consist of using loop packs or do you use a combination of samples and actually create via keyboards Vox horns. Um, I, I play everything myself. Um, I play keys. Like keys is like my main instrument. So it's easier for me to sit down and create something from scratch, uh, new melodies, chords, progressions, and things like that, and just play it than, you know, for me to manipulate samples and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I just create straight from from the from the MIDI controller and the, the drum machine. Uh so yeah yeah man it it's crazy like it it, it I, I didn't realize how valuable learning how to mix and master your stuff is until i really got into music licensing and got a hold of some of those super last minute deadlines um yeah it's it's a lifesaver Uh, Mr. Watt, what DBM and RMS level do you typically mix to for TV? I'm usually at negative uh, 0.1 dB. 
that's uh that's with everything mastered. Um, I don't even I don't even go to zero. Um, I probably could, but I don't know. I just do uh zero point one. So right before it gets to that zero part, and um, I just make sure I just boost my volume up, make sure it's not sounding distorted or or clippy um, at that level. If it is, then I'll just you know I'll take all of my tracks and just turn them down a little bit until you know everything sounds clean. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, dope stuff, man. Just uh, yeah, playing it, no doubt. So yeah, so those are those are a couple beats that um that have gotten used in in sports and stuff. The 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 secret uh, it's not really a secret, but the thing with sports music is is just paying attention to the elements that they use a lot. Um, they use a lot of brass, a lot of uh strings, drum rolls, um you know, different simps and things like that. Like once what I do is like once I once I get something placed for whatever it is, I'll save it as a template. And then like when I when I got that first sports placement, I was just like, okay, the, these are the sounds I'm gonna use for sports stuff. And it's gonna be the same brass, it's gonna be the same strings, like I'ma just use the same things. All right, it worked already. So I'm gonna keep doing what works. Uh, so that's that's one of my that's one of my secrets. I don't tell nobody. Immaculate beats. It's a must. I add that I mix and master my own beats when I send out emails to different companies. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, cause you just you don't have time, man, to you know, cause you don't know what the mix and mastering engineer that you outsource to. You don't know what their schedules like. They may have some projects that they're like in the middle of. So it's like. You know, I tr I tried it once. I was just like, "Yo, I need something mixed and mastered for TV. How quick can you get it back?" And it was like, "I have to at least spend like two days on it." And I'm like, "I ain't got two days, bro. Like, just do today, like, and then five hours. You know what I mean?" So, you know, I just don't. You don't have that luxury of time a lot of the times. Producers, learning how to properly mix your beats can be frustrating and seem overly complicated. Learning how to get clarity, knowing how to consistently get your drums to punch through and create space in your mix are all challenges when it comes to creating a great mix. Luckily for you, I created my Urban Mixing Made Simple video course where you'll learn how to balance 808s and kicks, create balance and space in your mixes, properly balance volume, create clarity using EQ and panning techniques, and create drum mixes that punch through your mix. This course is available at shop.clintproductions.com or just click the link in the show notes. Again, that's shop.clintproductions.com on the computer, shop.clintproductions.com on your phone, or shop.clintproductions.com on any device you surf the internet. Go ahead, grab the Urban Mix and Made Simple course today, and be sure to use the coupon code PODCAST20 so you can take 20% off. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Yeah, create a template. That is like a major hack. You create a template and you don't have to worry, you don't have to think about it. You know? Jola, can you do a live stream on your approach to making music for sports? I just I'm giving it, I'm giving it to y'all right now. Um 
or you want to like see like a session in logic or something um but yeah like that's that's how i approach like all sports stuff i pull up the template and then that template has it has my the the sound i'm using like the plug-in vst or whatever so that could be a contact plug-in for brass or strings it'll have the brass it'll have the strings it'll have those hits the orchestral hits um I may have drum the drum kits could change, um, but usually unless I unless I find some different sounds that I like or like occasionally you kind of got to update stuff. So, um, yeah. And so and then it has my I've already mixed the track already. So it has the same plugins, the compressor, the EQ, uh, reverb, like whatever I use. This is all there. So it has the plugins, the sounds. Um, the mastering track, the levels are there. So literally, like I'm going in, I'm erasing everything, and then I'm just playing something new. I'm playing a new brass melody, um, a new string melody, a new synth. I'm just playing everything, and then like it's gonna be pretty much the mix is gonna be done as soon as I finish formatting the track because I already mixed it, you know, and I didn't change the sound. So it's literally. It's saving me a whole bunch of time just working off of that um, that template that I create. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the secret to cranking out a bunch of a bunch of music for TV. <clears throat> so it's a workspace with typical plugins that you might use for certain vibe or certain songs. Exactly. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I got templates for, for you know, for any any type of music I've, I've created uh, for a brief. Um, and I just, I work off of that, man. You know, you spend so much time filtering through sounds and stuff and plugins. And you don't realize how much time you spend looking for that stuff like just to start a beat you know what i'm saying and just to start an idea you're just sifting through sounds for like the first two <laughs> first two hours like it can take a while so why can why repeat and start that process over each and every time you make a beat right so that's how i cut down on that it it, it is Devrick. it's it's it makes things way more efficient uh, from a, produ a production standpoint. Tiny says I like to route stems into their own buses, so drums to a bus, bass, synths, leads. That's dope. That's a good idea. I do my I do my drums that way. Um, but that's a good idea. That'll help. Like you said, that'll help when you when it comes to bouncing out stems as well. Um, you can just solo that bus, bounce that joint out, and then boom. That's actually a, a pretty genius idea. Um, yeah, I like that. Let's see. 
Let me see. Let me take a few more questions before we hop off of this joint. Indeed, man. I love it. Like, I geek out over, like, efficiency. Like, <laughs> like I just, I want to work efficient all the time. Efficiently, I should say. Yeah, that's a that's a super dope idea. Buses. I see a lot of people grouping instruments to buses. Yeah. I like I, I really like it for drums too, cause what in my drum bus I'll throw I'll throw another um like compressor on there um to glue to glue the drums together as well. Yes, Jola, create a template. Create a template. It'll it'll just make life so much more easier. Fat Pocket Jazz says, Clint, do you use Logic exclusively or do you incorporate other hardware like the MPC? Um, I use it's Logic, uh, machine complete control, and that's it. And a mic sometimes. <laughs> Depending on how I'm feeling, it may get real creative and I may pull the vacuum out and sample the vacuum cleaner um, and other random things around the house. So just depends. Are you still doing one on one sessions? Absolutely. Still have uh, one on one consultations um, available to sit down, chop it up, answer specific questions. Um, so, yeah, those are definitely still available at clintproductions.com slash link in bio and then just go down to, to book a consultation if that's something you guys want to do <clears throat> yeah you absolutely got to glue those drums man it's uh it's imperative what interface are you using ssl ssl 2 plus i did a uh I did a studio tour video a couple weeks ago. If you want to see everything I'm using, my setup and everything, that video is here on YouTube as well. You can see everything I'm using currently. Um, but yeah, SSL 2 Plus interface. I love it, man. It's, it's simple, gets the job done, and I really like it when it comes to you know cutting vocals or adding a bass or guitar. The 4K mode has a really nice... Um, a nice warm bite to it uh, that it, I, I really like. So, yeah. Honestly, you may you might you may be able to hear the difference if I turn it on now. I don't have it on now, but I'm gonna turn it on now. See if you guys can hear the difference. Okay, so this is the mic with 4K turned on. I don't know if you can really hear a major difference with me just talking, but I know for sure. Like when you singing, you can hear a difference. And I can hear a difference like when I, I plug my bass guitar in there um, and then I turn 4K off. This is what it sounds like turned off. Um, so, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And for the prices, it's, it's, it's really not bad at all. For a piece of for a piece of SSL. Uh, 
Tiny says, help so they can drop the stems in the session. It sounds just like the full version. Yeah. Um, yep. It says, not a major difference, but your vocal has an increase in volume and clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, indeed. Yes, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a subtle thing. I notice uh, I notice it more with with like you know singing vocals, um, and depending on what you're you know the like the monitors and stuff that you're listening on, it'll sound sound different depending on that that frequency. Uh, dope. Are you a Waves plugins user? Um, I have some I have some Wave stuff. Definitely have some Wave stuff. Um, some Steven Slate. Um, and then uh, recently been getting hip to some plugin alliance stuff. Um, I don't know if y'all heard of it, like plugin alliance. I think it's pluginalliance.com. But I've been using their, you know, emulated versions of the, the SSL board. One of the SSL. I think it. Which one do I have? I think it's E or something like that. But um, have that, and then they have a, a Neve. Um, plug in kind of like their version of that and they sound really good man honestly they sound better than waves you know ssl plugins um you it's it's a noticeable difference um so yeah i've been uh i've been hip to those for for a minute um so yeah combination of waves solid state slate digital and uh the plugin plugin alliance joints the bx uh stuff Alan Thomas says, how do you feel about analog summing? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't honestly, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't, I don't use it. Uh, but yeah, like I'm not, I don't really, I don't know the details of, of what it's, what it's doing. Um, so yeah, I don't get like super, super deep into, to the engineering side of things. I just know how to get things to sound good and then keep it moving from there but enlighten me though like what is what is analog summing um i'm always learning from you guys plug-in alliances bx solo is my go-to for pulling up the sides uh mid side chaining oh dope I'm gonna have to check that out. BX BX solo. Let me write that down. Um, yeah, man, like it's they make some solid stuff, man. I'm I, I haven't been mad at anything I've gotten um, from Plugin Alliance. Summing is simply the process of combining all of sessions tracks and outputting them to a single stereo. So, oh, okay. Well, I get I get the concept of of summing. So so you're saying oh, so you're combining everything, running it through at something analog, um, for that final you know that final touch of analog warmth. Is that the the gist of of analog summing?
I think it's dope. Like if you if you have a piece of analog gear where you can do that, I I love. I'm always a fan of getting that warm analog sound if you can. I don't have like I don't have any analog gear to be honest with you. Like everything is just inbox. Um, again, I kind of take the more I take the more minimal approach uh, to mixing and things like that because again. I got quick deadlines. I don't want to have to go through a whole lot of steps just to get the final product. Because if I have to go change one sound in a track um, to get it placed, now I have to go through that whole process again of just bouncing it, running it through the analog. I, I just don't, personally, I just don't want to have to go through that many steps um, for, for the different edits that I do. But now, I will say if I'm if I'm doing like full records and or, or like for an artist or something like that working on a project, then that's when that's when I'll sit down and really dig dig in and and really pay close attention to what's going on sonically um, in a mix and in a master and things like that. Especially if you're dealing with multiple songs on an album and you want those songs to sound similar from song to song in mix like that in 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 its totality is like the mastering process is getting all of those songs to sound like to sound like cohesive mix wise you know what i mean eq wise volume level all of that stuff um but yeah but these days i'm not you know i'm not really working on like full albums um Seems to be just a lot of, you know, a lot of single stuff. But that's, uh, this is dope, man. Dope. Appreciate that, Tiny. Giving value, man, to the to the chat. Um, that's dope. That'd be uh that'd be dope to see. What do you what do you do when you can't think of anything else to add to a track like writer's block? I'll just stop. Or I'll just be like this joint is done. Sometimes I can tell like when it's done and when I'm about to like start doing too much, <laughs> that's when I'll stop. Um sometimes there's something missing like i finished the track a couple a couple weeks ago honestly i finished the track months ago and then i came back to it and i was like yo like i need to finish this because it was it was formatted i had everything ready it was pretty much mixed for the most part as well but i never finalized it because i felt like it was missing something um so i went back to it and then finally it came back to me and um you know, I, I found something to, to put in there to fill it up. And and then I knew it was finished. So that happens sometimes. Um, I just sometimes I just, you just got to walk away from it. I walk away from it and just come back to it later. Um, and then I was able to finish it. And I sent it off to a library, which I'm still waiting to hear back from. I need to follow up on that. But um, yeah, that's usually what, what I'll do. Um, I don't really get writer's block too often. Um, but I do sometimes I have times where it's like, yo, like something I don't like what I'm trying to add. So, uh, but I know it needs something. So I'll just give it some, give it some time. 
Yep. Mr. Watt says hybrid keys is free at the moment. Word from Native Instruments? Look at Native Instruments giving stuff away for free. That's dope, y'all. I like y'all should grab that. Like hybrid keys is 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 dope. Especially if it's free. Appreciate you sharing that, uh, Mr. Watt. If you're doing a 32 channel session, then mix it down to 16 stereo channels is summing. Like SSL makes a summing mixer. Ah, okay. I got you. I got you. I have a link. It's in Dropbox. Uh, just paste it. Yeah, see if you can, see if you can paste it in the chat. Like I think some. I don't know if it's gonna work because I think somebody tried to paste uh, a link in the chat uh, last Friday and I didn't see it on my end. So try and paste it, and then y'all let me know if if you guys see it on your end, and I'll let y'all know if I see it on my end. But yeah, I don't know why that is. I don't know if um, I don't know if I have a setting in 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 YouTube that I have to look at to see if it's like blocking links or something. But I'm curious. I would uh I would hope they would let you post it. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. You, you gotta get that uh that hybrid keys. You can't go wrong. Okay, dope, dope. So yeah, we're gonna see if that uh we're gonna see if that joint posts. So yeah, once I get off here, I'm gonna get back to working on this Christmas music. I'm in a Christmas vibe. It's it's for for the for the people who work in licensing, it's it's Christmas music season. Honestly, it came early. Like I seen a brief. I'm like, yo, it's like it's not even June yet. Usually, I start seeing them like around July, um, but now it was like, nah, it's May. Like, I'm with it though. Like, let's go. Happy holidays in May. So if y'all uh, if y'all see me like humming Christmas songs and jingles and in the Christmas spirit, that's what's going on over here. I'm making Christmas music for sync. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all some. Gem, I'm gonna give y'all some gems on on Christmas music, like creating original Christmas music. Some things that I do. So when I'm creating originals, right? What I like to do, I always have some type of bells. Usually, um, for those who follow me on Instagram, you probably seen my story of the bells that I use in Omnisphere. But what I like to do is take like those those popular christmas melodies especially from like the public domain songs and i'll use a piece of those melodies like in the song or in the intro or in the hook or something like that and what it does is it kind of gives it gives people like that familiar familiar familiarity wow i can't say that um it gives people <laughs> a sense of familiarness to uh 
and it just it puts them in that spirit like yo like it sounds like a christmas song that i know but it's different um and then i just take i take it and then i do my own thing um so i'll do that i'll i'll use the sounds um what else is something that I, that i'll do um yeah man just like listen to different elements like that you hear in, in popular christmas songs and then find a, a creative way to to implement them in your own way and tempos i always go i, I go by tempos as well um but yeah <clears throat> and then sometimes like for the complicated stuff for the complicated domain stuff i'll go and search for the midi files um search for the midi drag the midi in and then i may tweak it a little bit but then i'll go in and just add you know instead of the original piano sound i'll make it a synth sound and just replace it with my own sounds and then you know add, add drums and all that stuff so that's a um that's a good way because i did I did Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy uh, some years back. And if if you guys ever heard Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, it's some very, very classic, classically trained playing going on on that joint um, that I just don't have the skill set to play. So, um, so yeah, so some I use some MIDI from that. And yeah, just like replace some of the sounds and just freshen that joint up so those are some some tips and tricks that i do when i'm creating you know creating christmas music um and then just add that extra sauce mr watt says the cadences yeah exactly like stuff like that it's like stuff that people don't like a regular person listening don't really know what it is but they know like this is familiar like this feels like something i know um and it just yeah man it, it works so yeah did that um did the link did the link post in the chat let me know if y'all seen it the link from tiny i'm gonna try and check on let me see if i can check on my on the actual YouTube chat. Cause maybe I don't know. Maybe Ecamp just don't want to show me. I don't see it. I don't see it on there either. Unless he's still getting the link. You still getting the link, Tiny? So it's been it's been about a week since I submitted to this other library. So I'll probably give them I'll probably give it another week and then maybe follow up maybe a week or two and then I'll follow up. But instead of just following up, um, instead of instead of following up and just asking, hey, did you listen? What I what I'm what I'll do is follow up with more music. So I follow up with like two, three more tracks. Like, hey, 
Um, you know, here's a here's a few more tracks instead of uh, and that's 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 a good way to nudge a music library or or a supervisor um, where you sent music you haven't heard anything yet. That's a really good way to remind them with value, really, because um, they're gonna open up and listen to the new music as well. And they're like, oh shoot, I forgot, I never got back with them about the first first batch. So, uh, so yeah, oh, okay, you emailed it. Okay, got you. Let me see. Uh, got it. All right, but let me see if I can copy this joint. All right. Boom. Hopefully y'all can see that. Hopefully it links. So that's the link for the uh, the Logic Pro 10 routing uh, template from Tiny Man. Thank you, Tiny, for sharing that as well. Super dope. Yep. Okay, that should work in the in the YouTube chat, so you guys can access it. Um, but yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Just uh, providing value to the community, helping each other out, helping each other grow. Um, congrats, Tiny, again on uh, those those five tracks being signed to the library. Keep it up. Um, wishing you nothing but the best. All of you guys, keep it up, man. Wishing you guys the best. Uh, this was dope. This was a dope talk. A dope live, as always. It's never not been dope, right? Um, but I'm going to hop off. I'm going to get back to work. Um, go throw my Santa hat on and uh, and start <laughs> start knocking out these, these Christmas tracks. Might even put the Christmas tree up. Who knows? But y'all have a good week. Um, again, if you need to get on my email list, uh, if you want to submit your beat or your song to be reviewed and see if it's ready for TV and film this Friday, um, just download the free six step guide to getting TV placements. That'll get you on my email list. And then first thing in the morning, I'm going to email you the instructions on exactly how to submit. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time, man. It, it's always fun. It's always great to hear uh, uh, dope music from everybody. And if you have full songs, with profanity make sure you have a clean version because at the end of the day you you're not gonna get the placement because you don't have a clean version so make sure you have the clean version make sure you submit the clean version. submit to me like you're gonna submit to the music supervisor the tv network the the music editor whoever submit to me just like you would submit to them um a clean version um so that we can hear what this song is going to sound like in the context of being used in TV, film, commercials, whatever. Um, so it's going to be dope. Shout out to Creative, man. That's the bro. Uh, shout out to Recreate Music TV. Indeed. Um, so, yeah, man, we are out. You guys have a good one. And I'll talk to y'all on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. 
If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.